Bruce Kittle and Emma Kittle here. We are down in Cozumel. Uh, just finished day one with two dives this morning and um, having a great time. Finished uh, some lunch, had the rest of our group get here, and we are sitting with the executive director of Diving with Heroes, Jill, and I, gosh, I can say this wrong, Hoddle? Hoddle. Hoddle, yes. very good, okay. So there you go. And uh, so we're just going to talk with you a little bit about uh, what she does what Diving with Heroes is, how she got to into that spot, and some of her experience with some of the veterans. So, Jill, thank you very much. One, we want to say thanks for inviting us down and allowing us to be a part of the kind of the programming, because we love to dive, but we sure enjoy telling this story about Diving with Heroes. So, um, can you tell us just a little bit then, kind of, who is Jill, and how did, how did you get to be the executive director? A little bit of your backstory. Sure. Um, so, I am a diver um, since 2000. I got certified when I was 15 on family vacation in Hawaii and it was an intensive four-day course with a Marine, former Marine, and I think it was an escape from my family actually. So I ended up doing four days of diving and not spending time with them. My dad was a paddy instructor. He was really passionate about the ocean. So it was always something that was in my life and something that I aspired to. Um, and I got certified, I dove a lot with my dad and friends, and in 2009 I was having what I call my midlife crisis, I was like 24, and um, I went to do my instructor program in Mexico and became a paddy scuba instructor in 2010. And then after I finished some schooling, I moved home to Virginia and started working in the defense intelligence community was doing scuba diving on the side. And the company that I worked for, um, my dad and a bunch of his friends, they were interested in finding a way that our company could give back, um, something that would be unique to the company and really speak to the employees. So we found out that 38% of the employees were former military and we did a survey and a lot of them, turns out, were scuba divers. I had just started working with disabled divers, wounded warriors, um, and the idea was thrown out, what if we created a nonprofit that worked with disabled divers and scuba diving? And we were looking at programs where they did a lot of certifications and they were in the hospitals, they were attracting people and getting them certified, but then they weren't continuing on and they just kind of fell off the radar. And so we thought, wouldn't it be great if we could do a program where we kept them in the water, where we got them back to diving and they use their certifications. And so Diving with Heroes was created on the premise of giving that recreation, that diving lifestyle to disabled veterans who were certified or helping them become certified so that they could enjoy it um, as a potential therapy. That was in 2014. And our first trip was in August of 2014, and it was wildly successful. Um, we went down to Grand Cayman and scuba dived, and we put up stars on the wall at Ocean Frontiers, and we call it our hero wall to commemorate their journey and what they've accomplished um, in scuba diving, but also in serving our country, and just kind of a way to leave part of them down in Grand Cayman so that if they ever return, they know. Like, that was a special week that they had and that we got to share together. And then in 2015, we did this crazy documentary project. Some guy said, hey, I'd like to pay for you to do a documentary. And so we did. And it was about 
the process of taking these veterans who've been injured during service and getting them open water certified. And the documentary process is wild because you sit and talk a lot and everybody talks and sits and just listening to all of our divers talk, going through the video, helping with the script and really finding that story with the videographer. Um, it became apparent that there were two things that were missing from our program and that our divers really needed. And that was they missed the brotherhood aspect. Um, so they were injured in service and immediately they're removed from their team, from their unit. They go to a different location, to a hospital, maybe in another country, maybe back home. And they're now recuperating and they're getting a lot of therapy and a lot of attention to meet those recovery needs. But they're separated from the people that they've trained with, that they've lived with and worked with. Um, and so they feel cut off, almost like they lost their family. Even if they survived their living, they were just removed from that. The second theme that came up was that they lost their sense of purpose. And so in the military, they knew what they were doing. They had a job and a mission, and they were very driven together with their unit to get that done. And then they come home or they return to civilian life, and they don't have that purpose. And they kind of flounder because what are they supposed to do now? What are they driven to accomplish? You know, what is that mission that gives them purpose in life? And so after watching the video that we produced and talking with these veterans, we realized that we needed to kind of change what we did to meet those needs. Um, and so we started our Marine Science Initiative in 2016, and we engage our divers with marine conservation projects and get them thinking about something beyond just the ocean is wet and I like to scuba dive. Um, we talk to them about what the ocean is, how it's helping our planet, how they can help it by you know, learning about plastic pollution, by learning about um, invasive lionfish species. They've helped with coral nurseries and uh, building structures to plant in coral nurseries and then dealing with the, the plantings and planting those, cleaning them. And so it's been an interesting turn because when you give them a job and say, hey, you need to go and do this, you know, scrub this nursery and get the algae off the coral, it seems so, I don't know, easy or kind of mundane, but they love it because they know that they're actually helping accomplish something. And so the bigger picture is keeping these corals clean so that they can grow and thrive and then be planted and help produce greater reefs or restore the reef systems. And so... You know, we were able to give them, change our purpose, give them more of a sense of mission. Um, and then the brotherhood aspects, just really realizing that we needed to work on the community and really build that. And so on our trips that we take, we really like to sit down with people and talk with them and just give them an environment where it's easy for them to be themselves and talk to others. And so we have what we call mealtime confessionals and people get to share as little or as much as they want about who they are, um, how they served, how they were injured, and then what got them into scuba diving. And then that cohesive unit of, we served in the same military, you know, we had the same mission, but now we're all scuba divers and we are concerned for the planet or we're enjoying this as therapy. Um, 
really seems to be a thread among them and that is building that veteran diver community. And so just seeing that, you know, just giving them opportunities to be around each other, opportunities to get away from life and just focus on talking and being with people that relate to them and understand them um, is, the, is the therapy that we're trying to provide and what we're trying to build. So the question is, what does scuba diving give to these veterans? What sort of therapy or benefits are they receiving? Yeah, what have you seen? Um, so any scuba diver will tell you that just being underwater and not having the sounds, like it's silent and you're weightless and you just feel like you're flying and you feel free, anyone will tell you that. Um, but for someone that has injuries, persistent pain, when they go underwater in a weightless environment, and they're neutrally buoyant, all of that pressure is released. And so it's almost as if the pain stops. They get in the water, they get to depth, and there's zero pain. For people that have PTSD, a lot of them talk about the fact that they're hyper-aware, hyper-vigilant when they're out of the water. Sounds make them jump. They don't like things coming up from behind them. Then you put them in the water, and I won't say it's quiet because it's actually quite noisy on the reef. Um, from fish chewing on coral to just motors revving from boats, but it's larger, it's largely more quiet than it is up here. And so you go into this almost quiet environment and they don't have to be aware because there's not going to be loud noises. No one's going to come up behind them and scare them. Um, and so they can let those tensions release. And so, you know, just after you've been super stressed or having a hard day, you're all stressed and tensed up and all your muscles are cramped. And then when you get underwater, everything just releases and they're relaxed. And so we have these grumpy veterans that show up and life is wearing on them. They're stressed, they're in pain, they are dealing with PTSD symptoms, night terrors, and we throw them in the water. And by the end of the week, they're these happy, smiling, relaxed people. And they're just at peace. So my favorite story, one of them, there's so many, but Neil Hamilton is now a volunteer with us on our teaching team. And his first trip was 2018 to Utila. And he was just kind of a scruff dude. Um, he's army veteran, lots of pain. And throughout the week, you could tell he was loosening up. He was becoming more vibrant. I have this picture of him smiling on the dive boat. And he ended up coming post-trip. He ended up driving up to Virginia with his wife to visit and do a dive at the National Aquarium with Diving with Heroes. And we had a barbecue at one of our volunteers' houses. We were hanging out, and his wife goes, oh, that picture of Neil smiling. I have that on my bedside table. And I said, oh, that's cute, because he thought he was sexy, you know, with his shirt off, posing. And she goes, no, because he's smiling, and he doesn't smile like that. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was with Neil all week. I've known him, you know, two months, but he's always been smiling. And she was like, yeah, he does that when he's happy and when he's scuba diving. And, like, scuba diving brings him joy, and it helps him fight what he's dealing with and so it's just cool to see like we see a change in people from the beginning of the week to the end of the week but they go home and significant others family members also see that change and so his wife Cindy said yeah I let Neil dive as often as he wants 
because it changes him. And, you know, I want that for him. And so I think that's what we're trying to give all of our divers, all of our veterans is, um, you know, if this is how they get their peace, then we want them to have peace, you know? It's almost like a metaphorical cleansing in a way and a release. It's like you go underwater and you're under pressure, but in a way the pressure and the water kind of washes certain things away, mm -hmm. kind of frees you up. So, okay, just organizationally then, you know, like just currently then veterans typically on an annual basis are you guys serving? Sure. So we've done anywhere from one to two trips a year and that's based purely on funding. Um, with COVID, we had to take a hiatus. So thankfully, we still had some money coming in donation-wise. So we took a trip in August of last year to Singer Island, Florida, and that was an alumni trip. And then we're on our trip now to Cozumel, and we already have scheduled our fall trip to Singer Island. We're returning and gonna do a training trip um, and focus on getting our divers skill levels better, just make them better divers. Um, and then we're also announcing here soon that we have a trip next spring scheduled to Little Cayman. We're gonna return to work with our friends at the Central Caribbean Marine Institute. And so, you know, we're shooting for two trips a year and we're trying to get there. We'd like to do more. Um, and we serve anywhere from say six to 10, 12 veterans each trip. Um, it really just depends on funding and availability for people um, and the types of trips that we're doing. This trip happens to be really big. We have two alumni, eight brand new divers with us, um, and then Neil, who's an alumni turned volunteer. So let's talk money. So what's okay. the cost on, I mean, I know each resort's different and trips and all that stuff, right. but basically Diving with Heroes pays for the whole thing for the veterans, is that right? We do. So for new participants, we pay everything from the airplane ride to the trip and back. And so really what our cost breakdown is, it's $2,500 per participant. Um, and that will include their airfare, accommodations, meals, diving. And then we also do certifications during our trip. So generally it's two cert specialty certifications. We also throw in some fun excursions, maybe some extra night dives, or this trip we're going to go snorkeling with the whale sharks. We'll also be taking a tour of the local Mayan ruins just to give them a little more cultural experience and immersion instead of just staying solely at the resort. And so, yeah, that's all included in, you know, some gifts to take home, some swag. Okay. Um, so, so people are out there and they want to support vets and this type of healing and their therapeutic experience. How do they find you guys and what would you, and, and obviously donations would be really critical. So to help, because the more money you guys have, the more veterans you can take and the more trips you can take. Right. So how do people get a hold of Diving with Heroes and make that donation that will help us take maybe 50 vets next year on scuba diving trips? Um, so our website is www.divingwithheroes.org. Just now refreshed, so take a look. Yes, okay. new website, our first refresh in eight years. Lots of pictures, um, super fun. We're also on Facebook, we do a lot there. Um, and that's Facebook, Diving With Heroes, pretty easy to find. So. Okay.
So we want to find that. And then last, there's rumor that Diving with Heroes is going to sponsor its first all-female trip. Is that is that true, or is it just a rumor mill violently going around? It is true. Right. Our next trip to Little Cayman, April 1st through 8th, is going to be an all-female trip. Okay. And applications will open probably November 15th for that. Um, and it's going to be exciting because it's our fifth time to Central Caribbean Marine Institute. They are great friends of us. We get to do a lot of marine conservation and research projects with their staff and researchers that are visiting. Um, it's a really unique trip, probably my favorite just environment. It's lovely. And, yeah, it'll be really cool to have an all-female trip. You maybe just go. These flamingos are like... Like we might need to re-record okay. part of this, but um, will you maybe make a reference to why it's all hey, just female? <laughs> yeah, so this all-female trip, um, you know, it's, it's fun to have mixed groups, and that's what all of our programs have been. Um, but during mealtime confessionals in particular, we've noticed that sometimes it's harder for people to share what they really want to share. And in particular, military sexual trauma is a thing. Men and women both experience it, but women experience it at a much higher rate than men. And a larger percentage of females just have experienced it. And so we thought that an all-female trip would be a really neat environment to allow for people to talk about what they need to talk about and be around people who may have experienced the same thing as them and not feel judged or not feel the heavy eyes or sighs that can sometimes come from sharing in a mixed group. And so, um, yeah, I think it'll be really good to kind of build that camaraderie within this larger veteran diving community to have a tight-knit group um, and just experience that together. Okay. So any final pitch or last words? Anything I should have asked if I knew more or was a little bit smarter? So what would, any closing comments about Diving with Heroes or working with vets or anything you'd like to make sure that people understand? I think people need to understand that anytime someone finds something that gives them joy or gives them peace, that's definitely something to be pursued and something to cherish. And so, you know, whether it's for them or not, um, or whether our divers ever come back to diving or not, you know, we want to implore them to pursue what's giving them peace. Um, and it's something that can be worked at and can be attained. And there are so many programs out there doing a variety of things and keep working at it. If you're struggling, just there'll be some place for you that you can land. Okay. And if you're interested in diving with heroes, Jill is ready. She's very available, and she responds almost immediately. So <laughs> excellent at emails. Excellent Incredible at emails. Incredible with emails. Great with information and all that. So don't be afraid of scuba diving. If you're interested in the female trip, give it a go, and you can get certified between now and then and have an amazing trip. So, Jill, we thank you for all the work you're doing, all the work of the organization. It's amazing, and uh, we're very, very grateful to be here. So thank you. Well, thank you. Okay. Cut. We made it.